What's up, buds? What up? There it is. DJ Oon and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I beat you. Oon and Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Live and in person. We did. I think I burnt myself out on accident. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. My wrestlers broke. Right. But there was good wrestling. Like, I, it's not because yeah. it was bad. No, there was. Like just, the last time? There was a whole weekend of good wrestling. I thought. Solid to good. There wasn't much bad. Uh-uh. Well, let's, I guess, I think perhaps we should start at the beginning. Clash. <laughs> Clash at the castle. I think perhaps you'd better start at the beginning. There's a kickoff <laughs> match. I didn't watch it. We didn't watch the kickoff. We didn't? Who was that? Madcap Moss and the Street Profits versus Theory and Alpha. Oh, thank fucking God. I don't need any more six-man tag matches. Yeah. Moss and the Street Profits won. Good for them. So... I do. I wish they'd change his name back to Riddick Moss because Riddick's such a badass name. Right. But I do like Moss. He's got a good look. I think he's got a lot of potential if they got him out of this mm -hmm. goofy madcap character. Right. Made him a badass. I mean, look at him, dude. He's fucking ripped. Right. Shredded. Uh, we started off the show proper with six-woman tag. Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Bianca Belair. Versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky. They got which they got their name. Their damage control. Yeah, and they won. As they should. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I didn't pay that much attention to this match, to be honest. Yeah. I That's knew good. I'd be six-manned out at uh, right. All Out the next day, so this one didn't get me going. Yeah. All right, and then I know you disagree, but to me, this was the singles match of the week. Uh, Intercontinental Championship, Sheamus versus Gunther. Fuck, I don't even know what match of the week is. Yeah. Um. I know what match. Not that I expected it to be bad, I just, but it's better than what I expected. Yeah. Um. This I, is exactly what I expected, exactly what I wanted. It's not. I expected this to be a Sheamus match because of his experience. It ended up being a Gunther match because yeah. Gunther led it for some reason, which was the right call. Um, but it didn't do, I mean... Like, I don't know. I've been hearing, like, best WWE match. And I'm like, did you ever watch Brett and Owen? Like, Sean and Undertaker? You're not even close here. Was it a good match? Fuck yes. Was it the best WWE match? No, fuck that. It's the second best arena in the UK pay-per-view match ever. I mean, that might opinion. be true. There's, like, two shows to choose from. So. I know. It's right behind the British Bulldog match. <laughs> But this was a good match. Like, and Dave actually gave this five stars, so. It'd have been six if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Right. It'd have been six if it was in Wembley. That'd have been dope. Yeah, I like the outdoors. You know what would have sucked? What if the Queen would have died last Friday? Yeah. And I don't think they could have had the show. No, they would have postponed it. They had yeah. to. Because they shut down everything, pretty much. Yep, all sports and everything. I'm upset at myself. When her husband died, I wanted to go over there and shoot my shot, and then didn't didn't because COVID happened and stuff, and I couldn't go over there. Queen was dope. I know. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship match: Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. This was surprising. This was better than I expected it to be. Yeah, not great, but solid. No, like, but yeah, I was. I was surprised. Really surprised. Yeah. Liv picked up the victory. Yeah, I'm really... So, Ronda won the five-way last night. 
to Rhonda. Yeah. Rhonda. Yeah. Okay. She won, so she's the number one contender again, which I didn't want right away, but they need to go back to having her be a special attraction and not an all the time. Yeah. She's not an all the time. Right. Especially when Shayna Baszler's there, who like was the lesser of the two as far as their standing and popularity in, in the women's UFC. Right. But it's way fucking better in the ring. I'd much rather watch Shayna Baszler than Ronda Rousey yeah. any day of the week. Her fucking NXT kinda, run was yeah, great. I think they kind of teased teaming them up. Oh, I mean, fans wanted that five, seven years ago. Right. So. And they already fucked up because they missed... Had all four of four them. Horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Yep. I think that's one huge missed opportunity. Dude, if you could have thrown them in a War Games match. And with oh, Shafir being gone and the way they treated Roddy since she left in WWE, I don't right. see Shafir coming back anytime soon. No. And I don't know where the fuck the other one went, but she was the worst of the four of them, so I'm yeah. fine with her not being on my TV. Right. So. At least Shafir has some potential to become a mid-carder someday. Like, I don't feel like... Jessamine Duke, that was her name. Yeah, that's... I don't know if that was her real name, but that was her wrestling name. Yeah. I think it was her... Well, at least it was the same name. Her fighting name, name, right. I guess. I don't know. They change people's names for stupid reasons all the time. Yeah. Uh, Edge and Rey Mysterio versus The Judgment Day. The match sucked. The aftermath was alright. Yeah. Dominic uh, hit Edge in the nuts and hit Mysterio and yeah. Mm-hmm. Turned. It was good. And then he joined Judgment Day on Raw Monday too. Yeah, I heard they just basically put him in black and that was the whole change. Uh-huh. It's kind of dumb. Slicked his hair back and stuff. He still had the mullet? Yeah. It was all, like, slick he back. shouldn't, but it's fucking sick mullet. Yeah. I can't blame him for not wanting to cut that. Yeah. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. This, I thought, was the best match of the night. This was yeah. fucking great. To me, this was the second best. But, yeah. I don't think I'm giving it match of the week, though. No. I'm still debating internally. Really? There's two. To me, there's, yeah, only one. But... Um, but yeah, this was excellent. Rollins won, too, so. Yeah, which he should have, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needed it. Especially if they're going to keep this going, which I feel like they are. Yeah. If this is going to blow off in a gimmick. Cage or Hell in a Cell or right. TLC or Extreme Rules is coming up. Have an Extreme Rules match or something. Right. Is Hell in a Cell still a pay-per-view? I think so. So they won't do a Hell in a Cell match then, if it's no. not that Hell in a Cell. Let's see. No. Hell. I don't even know where it is, but you could do a street fight. Good street fight's good. Yeah, Hell in a Cell already happened this year as well. Yeah. They did it in June. The finish of that match was dope too. The fucking curb stomp from the second rope. Yeah, you and don't see that very often. No. That, was, that was pretty cool. I um, I did like the finish of that. Yeah. Great match. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So it was my second favorite on this. Philly. Game. Oh yeah, Philly Street Fight would mm-hmm. be perfect. Wells Fargo and Philly. Yeah. Nice. 
And what was next, BJ? Main event? Main event! Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. The match was good until the end. Yeah. They teased that Tyson Fury was going to get involved, and then instead they swerved you with Solo Sokola. Yep. Who nobody made noise for, because no. nobody in the UK knew who the fuck he was. Nope. Commentary made it clear to us. Right. I knew from watching him on NXT. Obviously. He was one of the better guys down there in this 2.0 system. And, uh, like, you can't tell he's not related to the Usos by looking at him. Right. Roman retains. Mm -hmm. Roman wins. Yeah. But they did set up also. So they, they set up uh, Tyson Fury, Roman Reigns down the road, apparently. Then they also set up earlier in the match the fucking Karrion Cross, or I guess he's Killer. Is he Karrion Cross or is he Killer Cross now? I can't remember. Karrion. So Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Right, he's Killer on the indie scene. He's, yeah. I've mixed up which was which in my head. I said it right, and then when I said it out loud, it didn't sound right. Yeah. He's one of those names that's going to fuck with me, like Daniel Bryanson. Right. Which is wrong, right? That's the name he's never went under. Right. Daniel Bryanson. Right. Yes. I'm now on it now. Now I'm getting it. Brian Danielson. I'm trying to do it on purpose now. Yeah. But yeah, it was a really good show. The crowd was great, too. They had some the really crowd made it. The show would have just been kind of average other than those two matches right. had it not been for the crowd. But the crowd was so into fucking everything mm -hmm. that it just couldn't help but not also feel that. Right. It actually happened it all out as well because that's what always happens when you're in live crowd. You're going to enjoy things more live than you will on TV. Yeah. There's just something about being in that live crowd. Right. But before we get there, we got Worlds Collide to talk about. Uh -huh. The only thing I really know about this is that my son told me that Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet for the North American Championship was a great match I should watch. Yes. And I haven't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one got like four and a three quarters too. So four and a half, one of the two. You've been four and three quarters in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Uh, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Which anyway. This is what started out the show. That? Ricochet North American? Carmelo Hayes, yep. Maybe I will watch this since it's the first match. Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes retains, I assume. Yeah. I didn't figure any titles were changing on this card. No. Except for the unifications where there has to, something has right. to happen. Right. Speaking of. I guess they're all unifications other than this one. Yeah. Um. So what was next? Women's tag? Uh, no. Men's four-way tag. Elimination, too. So. Gallus, Pretty Deadly... The Creed Brothers and... Brooks and Jensen. Brooks and Jensen. Or Briggs and Jensen. Sorry. Briggs and Stratton. Briggs and Jensen. Brooks is Jensen's first name. Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. No. Um, Brooks and Dunn and Briggs and Stratton. Yeah. So Briggs and Jensen got eliminated first. Gallus got eliminated second. And then... Uh, pretty Deadly won. So, I saw some uh, stuff with the Creed Brothers in this match. They look really good. I'm, I'm excited to see more of them. I think they can be something. I've been told pretty deadly is the team we're sleeping on. Yeah. Aiden keeps telling me those guys are fantastic. Nice. And I still have not watched a match of theirs. No, I don't think. Um, I've been meaning to. I just. Right. Women's Triple Threat. 
was it? Mandy Rose. Bior Sakura. Sakura and uh or Sadomura. Yeah. And Davenport, that's her name. Blair Davenport. Blair Davenport. I couldn't Yeah, Rose retains or wins. Yeah. Unifies, whatever. Yep. You wanna call it? So Um then the NXT women's title match. Or tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Casey's Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. Yeah, I think the Casey's won. Yeah, they won. So. And then our main event. Main event. NXT and NXT UK Championship Unification. Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. Yeah, Braun Baker won that one. Yeah, of course. <coughs> he needed to. So. Yeah, I like Tyler Bate, but. Right. We'll move on to All Out. All Out. 2022. They had four matches on the pre-show to before the wrestling show. Like, yeah. Just it was an hour of wrestling before the four hours of wrestling. Right. Like at this point, I don't understand the point of the pre-show. Just make the whole thing the goddamn show. Right. Because it is. Well, it's because it's free on YouTube to get people to buy the real show. Dude, the matches they put on the pre-show are not going to get anybody who's not already buying the show to buy the show. I know this. I don't understand who the fuck these people think they're catering for. Right. Actually, one match on the pre-show might have. No. The Kingston East. A casual match. fan is not going to give a shit about Japanese strong style. It looks too fake, dude. They just stand around hitting each other. It looks dumb if you're not a wrestling fan and then it's Japanese strong style. I don't know if I turned on something and saw two guys just smacking the shit out of each other. I might be interested. But neither of them are feeling any pain from it. Like, it looks fake. Yeah. They're not selling the shit. Like, if they were selling it, absolutely. But, like... I don't know. I missed most of the match, so... It makes... I mean, it's not a bad... I like Japanese strong style. Right. I get into it. I understand the psychology they're trying to sell there. It's not going to work for a casual American fan. Yeah. That's why Ring of Honor never took off. Yeah. It was too... I don't know. Real? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Good match, though. That was the last match. Yeah. Yeah. It's the AAA World Ta Mixed Tag Team Championships. Tay Mello and Sammy Guevara versus Ortiz and Ruby So. I did not give a fuck about this. Well, frickin' poor Ruby. She got the shit beat out of her. Pretty sure she broke her nose. She did. Yeah. So. She did break it. Um, and there was another bad spot, too. Yeah. She landed on her neck. Thankfully, she didn't appear to get hurt from that. No. But she did yeah. break her nose on the finisher. We were, so where we were sitting, like, the way she walked back, she was, like, rushing back, holding her nose, not, like... You, you could see it on TV, tell. dude, when they showed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went back to watch just the replay of that, and you can see, like, her instantly, like, Ugh, and then they try to pin her because she's still oh, yeah, holding her face. Her shoulders weren't right. even down, and the douche ref wouldn't even fucking count for right. it with her broken nose. He made her put her fucking shoulders down first. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys don't enforce any fucking rules on this goddamn show, and that's the one you're going to pick? Right. Yeah. Fuck. Like, fuck. Goddamn. Don't enforce them or don't. Right. I don't even remember who the ref was. It was probably not. It was Bryce. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what really got me about it. I'm like, dude, she broke her fucking nose. Just count her out. Like, like fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll be honest. Like, I love Aubrey, but Bryce is the best ref they got. Yeah, I think so. Um, Aubrey's second. This was, like, the only 
straight up fucking horse shit on the card. Mm -hmm. And they got it out of the way first. So yeah. thank you, Tony Khan. Yeah. What was next? I don't remember which uh, of the two matches was. I don't remember the order of the next. Cool hand to hand okay. versus Hook. That's fine. Hook won pretty quickly yeah. as he should have. I mean, I thought it was fun because Action Bronson showed up. Yeah, I don't know who he is. I had to look him up, and I yeah. still don't know why the fuck he was there and why he's, people give a shit. Because he's the one who sings Hook's theme song. Oh. That's why. Man, that would have been nice to know before today. I still oh, I they, looked him up and oh, Googled really? it and had no fucking clue that's who this dude was. Yeah. And I'm like, what? The? And I'm like, he's carrying the belt out, and I'm like, I don't fucking yeah. get it, whatever. I mean, they've said it a hundred times since his music debuted. Never seen the guy, they never showed the no. guy. Like, I don't have a face to go with a well, name, yeah, and I can't why. hear anybody. Right. And then it's just like Action Bronson, and I'm like, who the fuck? Right. And the only reason I know what he looked like is because... And I'm like, well, he's, this he... guy's not a wrestler, he's a rapper. Yeah. He's not rapping, he should rap. Right. Where was his he's, microphone? But apparently he's been training and all that, so... So he is a wrestler, we just haven't seen him wrestle yet, because right. he's not ready, probably. Right. And that's where they're going to have the tag match at Grand Slam? Yeah. Is that a for sure thing? Yeah, they announced it Wednesday. I missed that. Yeah. So, Hook won this match. He did. So. Fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, the Carter got some stuff in, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt Menard seems to really have the charisma of that pair. Oh, for sure. For sure. He's fucking hilarious. It's the way he delivers his stuff. Like... And his little, I don't know what type of accent it is or whatever, like... It's Canadian. Is it? Okay. I don't know if it's also some, I don't know if it's French-Canadian or if it's just another part of the Canadians, but he's Canadian. Okay. I remember him talking about having issues at the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. Um, they, uh, it's the, it's the way he puts his insophis on his syllables that really, like, that just really does it for me. He's great. But yeah, hook one. And then we had the All Atlantic Championship. Yes. Uh, Kip Sabian versus Pac. This was fine. Yeah, it was alright. Um, it was a lot less flippy shit than I expected. They yeah. wrestled a little bit more than I thought they were going to, which was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a fine match. Pac retains his uh, red arrow off the top. Yep. 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 And then... I did think that... Sorry, that... I, I did not like Penelope coming out with, with Pip. Yeah, I... I yeah. thought with the new character and everything, he should they should have separated and that her coming back made it feel too much like the old bad right. boy gimmick. Right. And that didn't matter. And, like, maybe if she would... Because she just came back, so, like... And changed nothing at right. all. I was going to say, if maybe if she debuted a new look and a new... It would have been different, but she's exactly like she was before. Right. So I think she even has the same music. Yeah. She's a bad, bad girl. Just... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was a little off, but otherwise, yeah, this was fine. Great. Pac won. Mm -hmm. He's always fun to watch live. Yeah. I've enjoyed him every... We've seen him, what, four times now, I think, live? Well, at least. And uh, Pac's always enjoyable live. I know I've seen... 
We've had to have seen him in WWE a couple times. I was counting WWE. I don't think he's been in every AEW show we've been to. No, but he's had to have been, I don't know. At least four times, though. I mean, I can think we can bothly say for sure we've seen him at least four times live, and he never disappoints live. Then our last match on Zero Hour. The main event of the pre-show. Fucking Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. It was a great match. It was a slugfest. Is exactly what you expect for this. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yep. Kingston won. Yeah, because I didn't see much. I wanted a cigarette. Yeah, like I said, it was, you've seen this. You've watched it the last time they wrestled each other. They had the same match, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It was a good match then, too. And they didn't yeah. like do it immediately like when we felt like they were just repeating Keith Lee versus Timothy Thatcher on repeat in NXT over and over and over and over. Or like the way yeah. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens no, got for a minute. Yes, you're right. Whatever. Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic, yeah. But yeah, Kingston wins. He needed the win. Mm. I didn't think he was getting it, but I'm glad he did. He right. needed it. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. All right, then to the show proper. Yes. The casino ladder match. Mm-hmm. This was a fucking fun time. So, I disagree. I disagree. I love the ending. Yeah, the ending was cool. Oh, yeah. Like, That's what, yeah. None of the rest of it. I don't remember any of the beginning of it. Exactly. But the ending was great. Mm-hmm. Because they ran past us and everything. That was dope. Uh, so, we started off with Phoenix and Yuta. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Roosh entered. And then Andrade. And then Claudio. Um, and then before the Joker. Appears. Actually, before that, I just want to say, I was actually starting to think, for a while there, it looked like Bruce Andrade were going to work together and one of those two guys were going to win. Right. And then I had the thought, because they started a storyline on TV and then pfft, all over it because they just forgot about it. I don't know, maybe Dragon Lee came back to get his revenge for them ripping his mask off on national TV, right. and I'm starting to think maybe he was going to be the Joker. Yeah. But instead, all these people well, all in black and ski masks. Too. Penta came out. Yeah, everybody okay. forgot about Penta. Yeah. It's like Dre. Um, I was going to say he's like shrooms. Like he was there, but everybody forgot he was there. Right. Um, but yeah, then all of a sudden, like all these people rushed past us in black, all black. And go up and beat the fuck out of everybody in the ring. Someone climbs up the ladder, grabs the fucking chip, pulls off his mask, and it's Stokely Hathaway. Climbs down the ladder, fucking Rolling Stones hit on the. Well, no, then and then they announce, ladies and gentlemen, the Joker. Right. And then music, uh, audio hits of fucking a tape recorder. Well, that was at the no, end of the that night. That's the end, end of the night. Yeah, yeah, it was just Rolling Stones this to start was the with. Stones, yeah. Which is insane because you don't just right. license the Rolling yeah, Stones. Yeah, they played Sympathy for the Devil, which, yeah, they said probably about a half million dollars for the one. For the one play. One play. Um, so half his gate, uh, basically, for yeah. this one song. Right. But it was the perfect, perfect song for it. But, like. Um. Yeah, and Stokely hands. Come, and then they didn't even play out. the song until it fully gets going either. They cut right. it off before it like really gets going. Right. I was hoping they were going to play it a second time and he blew his whole gate on MJF's song for the night. Yeah. But. No. Um, Spoiler. So yeah, guy comes down to the mask. 
uh, and all, you know, all black as well, and like this devil's looking mask thing, and Stokely hands him the chip, they ring the bell, announce the Joker is the winner, and he teases that he's going to take the mask off, but he doesn't, and uh, leaves, mm-hmm. so, Stokely. Like, I really enjoyed the ending of that. That was... I didn't. It made it cool at the end, but, like, I'm not going to lie and say it was awesome and I enjoyed it. I didn't. I liked it because it was different. It was a different way to end the match. I'm still waiting for the day when they end the match um, before everyone gets in. Like, I want to see, like... See, that would be a bigger surprise than anything. Yeah. I want to see, like, three people in this match and it's over. Like, before... Yeah, half the people get I'd be cool with it ending on the first two. Yeah, that'd be great, too. Like, um... I hate to say it. Like, I kind of wish it was WWE, because I could see Orton winning something like that. Like, hitting an RKO out of nowhere, like, right at the beginning. And winning winning it. Would be dope. Or the Powerball symphonies and, like... Time oh, runs down as he's climbing the ladder, and the guy's like sliding into the ring as he unhooks that would it. That'd be dope. Yeah. What was next, BJ? Uh, trios championship finals: the Elite versus Hangman and Dark Order. Glad this went first. It it's the, the only one that mattered. Match. Yeah, but should have. They um, knew what they were doing. This was one of the best trios matches I've seen. I felt like there was only like once, which kind of was towards the end, which sucked, but. Where I actually lost track of who was tagged in. Yeah, ruined the whole ending, took it away. It was, it was, uh, yeah. It was a good triple for him, or good trios match, but mm-hmm. I mean. He said it was one of the better ones I've seen, which was good. Um, and the Elite one, uh, probably shouldn't have, but <laughs> if we know how the rest of the night went. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,. TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Athena. This was disappointing to me. I like, liked it. It was like three minutes long, and Jade crushed her. I know. I know, but like, okay, so here's why. It's because like, I don't know if she was selling or she was really pissed, but Athena's face as she walks to the back, because she walked past us and she looked pissed. I don't know. I'm just saying. And I felt bad. I don't know if it's true, like, but I had heard that they had more time and it was Athena's call to end it early, so. Yeah, I, then I don't know. Because, like, Athena. I heard Athena called to end it early to make Jade look stronger. I don't yeah. know how true it is, but. Right. I don't know. The women's division's always been a mess there. I liked it. If you're going to keep going with Jade, you need yeah. to keep her strong and you keep do. crushing. So I get it. I thought it was what it needed to be for that purpose. Yeah. And I will say. The worst part of this match, the only really, like, bad part of this match, and actually the bad thing, so the only bad part of the card so far, other than mm-hmm. that first mixed tag horse shit, right. um, is those fucking wings that Athena wore to the ring. BJ yeah. pointed it out, dude. The lights on it looked like 1950s Christmas tree light bulbs. Yeah. Like, it just looks so cheesy and chintzy. Yeah. And I know she's, like, proud of it because she made it herself, which, I mean, yeah, but, like... It didn't look know. good. It did not look good. No. And I don't think it worked right either. Yeah. I think Jade broke it with her sledgehammer, but... Something. Yeah. So... What was next? Uh... Excuse me. 
My no, my most disappointing moment of the night, because I was anyway, six man tag FTR and Wardlow versus Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, the match was whatever, but like Wardlow ended with his powerbomb symphony, making him well, look good and strong. Yeah. The crowd was super behind him. Well, I was like over the match. I really needed a cigarette. I got up and left like halfway through. So they end the match and they have. Dax's daughter come down with her fight like an eight-year-old girl shirt on. Mm -hmm. Sanjay had a shirt, the same shirt on, but it crossed out girl with brat, and I think it called her a brat on TV earlier in the week yeah. or something. So she like snapped his pencil and they laid him out and she put his foot on him and pinned him one, two, three in the middle yep. of the ring. And then they celebrated. <coughs> and when Dax was coming back, he was so just overcome with emotion and that moment for his daughter and winning the match that he jumped into the crowd right beside me and gave me a giant hug and then ran up the stairs into the crowd because I was on the aisle seat right at the stairs. And then he ran back down past me. And he was so fucking sweaty. He sweated through the arm of my tracksuit, like to yeah. the skin of my arm. And it was still moist when we left the arena hours later. Yeah. Like, he was so fucking sweaty. And I missed all of it. It was cool. Warlow and FTR won. I don't know if I said that, but they yeah, won. Yeah, they won. It was all right. Yeah. The Motor City Machine Guns, like, it must have just been because they did it first. Because they did absolutely nothing that I thought was overly impressive. And Like, I'd seen everything they did pretty much. Yeah. They didn't do any cool double teams or anything that I caught. Like, that's what I was really hoping to see was some cool double team stuff. And they usually do, but there's not, yeah. And that is a lot of it. Like, yeah, all the stuff that everyone does now is what they've been doing for 17 years or something like that. So, um, that's, yeah, that's why, like, all those people are in front. I just, I don't know. I sometimes, when I watch the show, feel like, you know, there's like the 35,000 or so of us insanely hardcore people that know everything in and out. And because I have yeah. such a huge gap, like even though I fall into that, I missed right. a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like if I don't know what the fuck's going on, how the fuck's a casual person supposed right. to know? And like a million people start the show every week. There's right. 35,000 or so. I'm taking that number just from like Reddit and the shit I see online and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I don't. Like, sometimes that shit confused. Like, the Action Bronson thing. Like, if yeah. I don't know who the fuck he is, how would Casual... Actually, that one, he's a rapper, so Casual that. Joe might yeah. actually know him. Yeah, I was going to say, they might I just don't know his music, because right. it's not my kind of rap. And that's where those things are... I actually think he's good for what he does. It's just not my kind of music. Yeah. I don't care for that kind of stuff, but... Anyway, what I was going to say, too, is, like, the Motor, City, the Motor City Machine Guns are to tag teams what RVD is to, like... The difference is I watched RVD, so I right. get it. Right. I'm just saying, like, if you ask, yeah. But, yeah, the end moment there was what made that. That was so good. Yeah. What was next, BJ? Uh, Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hubs. A little short like the Jade match, but yeah. I was fine with it otherwise. I, yeah, I was too. Actually, I was more okay with this one being short because Hobbs went over. Exactly. And I feel like if Starks was going to win, they needed yeah. to make it a longer uphill fight for him. Right. And, and instead, they let... it last week. Right. Like, he needed to go down just a little bit more. He's still a little too cocky. And mm -hmm. Powerhouse smacked him down. Mm-hmm. I still think yep. when at the end of the day Starks comes out on top, he's gonna get his come up and oh, the yeah. end of the day on, and he's just not there yet. Right. Maybe full gear. Right. 
But yeah, good match. I'm looking forward to the rematch. These two have been two of my favorite guys since they joined AEW. I'm still really high on both of these guys. Me too. And uh, I, I'm really excited to see what the future holds for these yeah. gentlemen. What do we have then, BJ? My match of the week. AEW Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaim. I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to give it match. It's going to tie for me. I can't break it. Because... Live, this was the best match. Yeah. There's nothing to top this live. Yeah. It didn't translate as well on TV as it did live. Okay. And there's another match later on in the show that translated better on TV than it did live that I'm personally giving the Fair tie enough. to. But this one, yeah, I can't argue this one. The crowd was so fucking hot for the acclaim. Dude, it was so good. Like, it was so nuts. Uh, what is that, Cage Side? Where mm -hmm. they have all the fan rankings? Yeah. Uh, it is this one had to have won. It is now the tenth best AEW match all time. All time tag team or just just match match period. And it is the only one that does not have at least one member of the elite. Does that include Hangman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Every I can other see one that has, if it includes Hangman and the elite. Yeah, if you're just counting Hangman, the Young Bucks Kenny and, and the Young Bucks and Kenny. No, no but with those, Hangman, yeah. I can believe it. Yep. And most of it's a mix of those. That's on <laughs> the fan ratings you said. Yeah. Yeah, and this is like those are ratings I more trust because right. like, everybody knows Meltzer's bias to Omega and the Young Bucks. Right. But if it's a fan rating, that's a more believable right. ranking. And for there's me. like you know thousand plus people. Right, and it's a good sample. This. I mean, it's not a good sample because it's a thousand of thirty-five thousand of us. But right. it's a better sample than just Dave Meltzer and what the Observer says. Right. Yeah, that's why I like Cage Side. Um. Yeah. But no, this was, and this was, yeah, definitely. The match was so, so just line. good, and yeah. it was false finishes, like, uh, they got us numerous the times. Chance. The crowd was uh, so fucking hot for these, oh, this group. Oh, scissor me, daddy. That's, like, my third favorite. I never would have thought Billy Gunn would be so over in 2022, but here right. we are. But yeah, that was probably my third favorite chant that I've been a part of. It was great. Roman's the first, because we just booed him for 20 minutes. That was fun. And then, honestly, I think the Sheamus and Cesaro do 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 I wish that still went on after they turned heel. Yeah. I love that chance. And then this one, Oh Scissor Me Daddy. But no, the acclaim was, everybody loves the acclaim. If you don't, you're a cop. Like, right. Um, no. So fantastic. Mm -hmm. And Swerve and Keith Lee won. But yeah, and they retained. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we had the you can't scissor chant, <laughs> which was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're gonna bring it back at Grand Slam, so and probably change them at that point. Yeah. It seems like. And have and then we'll probably swerve. start in on the Swerve versus Keith Lee stuff. Yeah. And Swerve turn full heel and yeah. Yep. So. All right, women's fatal four way. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Carl Sheeta, Tony Storm for the women's title. Interim. Sorry. Interim. The crowd was behind everybody but Sheeta. Yeah. The crowd was dead for Sheeta again. I don't know, like, what happened. Yeah. It's just, I guess because her title run was kind of crap and mm -hmm. killed all her momentum. Yeah, I liked... Um, the crowd's way behind Hayter, though. I fucking love Jamie Oh, yeah, Hayter... I love me some Jamie Hater. But Tony Storm won. Tony Not a bad Storm call. Agreed. Right. I was going to say, either Tony or Sheeta had to win, basically, was my thought. And then 
Um, you could have had one of the other two win, but they're starting their breakup story, and exactly. that doesn't need to melt. And that's why, yeah, and that's why that's I didn't why. think they were going to, although I did want Hater to win. But I am totally cool with Tony Storm winning. Mm-hmm. It's a better call than Cheetah. I, I love me some Tony Storm. I do too. I think Hater. I think Hater needs to be the one to beat Jade. That'd be cool. That's what I think. That'd be dope. I'd totally be down for that. Let her get her, the Britt Baker and then challenge yeah. Jade. And her and Deeb should join the Blackpool Combat. I'm also fine with that. Just saying. Um, I do like me some Serena. Right. And my favorite line of the night came out of the press conference from Tony Storm. I loved when she... <laughs> Talking about she says she's hurt. Yeah. So whenever she's... I'll just beer and that'll be the end of that. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. And the way she said it, dude. Right. No, other than CM Punk, I mean, because of it, the whole media yeah. scrum was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Jericho, not so much. Jericho was being too not crossing the line professional <coughs> guy and went a little too far with it. Well, that's because Jericho. But I get it. Jericho's trying to step up and well, help also, straighten shit yeah. out in the locker room and actually and he be already, a locker room leader. He already knew what happened in the back. Right. he didn't. Right. And like... And so, yeah, that had to be awkward. Um, but yeah, this was cool. Tony won. Good times. Mm-hmm. What was next? What was next? Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. Jack Jungle Jack Perry. So, I did get my wish. Lucha came mm-hmm. out immediately. Turns on Jungle Boy. Choke slams him down the railing. Drags him to ringside. Choke slams him through a table. Throws him in. Jungle Boy says he still wants to do the match. They start at Christian Cage wins. Yep. Spear, kill switch. Apparently, Christian's hurt. Yeah. I don't know how he got hurt because he hasn't wrestled, but yeah. he's supposed hurt. to have surgery. And uh, everybody in AEW's hurt. And so that's why they did that. But this is obviously going to give us Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus while Cage heals up. Jungle Boy will eventually go over there and finally get to Christian. It'll be a great payoff when we get there. Live. Apparently, Jungle Boy's mom slapped Christian. Yes, I didn't catch it live either. That's great. Um, but yeah, you know what? Even without him being hurt, I was fine with him doing this way as a way to prolong the mat or the feud. Tony doesn't book a lot of non-matches for matches. Right. And so when it, so happens. When it happens, I'm cool with it because I know they're at least yep. going to continue on the story and do something with it. And you needed the return of Luchasaurus. Mm. I guess he never actually turned back. It was a setup, but I fucking loved it. And it's going to lead to some dope promos from Christian down the road of what a sucker Jungle Boy was. And it all happened right in front of us, too, which was dope. Like, yeah. Um, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. This match was kind of dead live. Yeah. But it It translated better to TV. It was a lot of mat wrestling, and like from where we were sitting, we had bad seats for it, right? Like we could have stood up the whole time and watched it, and it's too long a show for that. Tony can't book five hour shows and expect people to stand up for a twenty minute mat wrestling match. So I rewatched it on TV, and it was much much better on TV. Jericho won. Jericho won. It was shady shenanigans, but he still won. Yeah. So, um, all right, six man tag. House of Black versus Sting, Darby Allen and Miro. I think Sting and Darby won. Yeah, they did. Miro was not working with them at all during the whole thing. No. He walked away during the end. Yep. And Malachi Black basically did a whole like goodbye. Thank yep. you. 
to the crowd kind of deal when he left. So mm-hmm. rumors are he's been conditionally released and yeah. he's got some personal shit going on and apparently he's been granted a conditional release to take some time off to go yep. take care of whatever the fuck he's got to take care of. Good. Hopefully he can go do that and get himself better or whatever he needs to do. And yeah, I don't know what the situation is to yep. know what to hope for. So hopefully right. he handles his personal situation and, right. and comes back to us. If that's what he wants, yeah. I heard he might not come back. So well, yeah, we'll see. So. All right, and our main event. Main event. John Moxley versus CM Punk versus for the AEW World Title, which ended up not mattering either. Um, yeah. This match, though, was the other match that just, for the match, yeah. was up there for me. Oh, it was good, yeah. This match was great. This was such a good this wrestling was... match. Great story. Moxley didn't bleed. CM Punk did. They only right. went to the floor, like, one time. It was right. fucking great. I love not seeing Moxley just do the same thing I've been seeing since rehab. Right. This is what we needed out of Moxley. He's two weeks of fucking fire promos in a row. Yeah. Like, let's fucking go, Mox. Let's get back yeah. on form. There was a great gif of him from Wednesday with this look on his face. Like, I'm supposed to be balls deep in my wife, you motherfuckers. Because he's supposed to be on vacation for until, like, October or something. Right. And now he's back trying to help pick up morale because of all the fucking shenanigans. So then, then, yeah, so Punk wins. And as he's celebrating, we get a recording that came on of Tony Khan saying, hey, uh, you know, it's time to end this. We want you to come back. I'm going to put you in the Battle Royale Casino. I'm going to pay you beep amount of dollars. and uh, Let's do this thing. It's the best deal you're going to get. And yep. uh, it's my final offer. And then they show dude pulling off his mask, and he puts on that MJ off scarf, and doodle-loop, 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 Yep. Now comes MJF. So fucking good. Yeah. Like, so glad he's back. Faced it up and left. And yeah. Oh, yeah, he got hard reaction. Or and that was the big reaction, so. And then the media scrum. Then we had a media scrum afterwards. So. I don't want to go much, like, a whole lot of time in it, but, like, so CM I mean, Punk. Have to, but, I mean, not, not a bunch. bunch CM but, Punk yeah. went the fuck off on Hangman and the Young Bucks yeah, and Omega, although he never. And fucking Colt. And Colt. Like, it he just, started off with Cole. He he's, came in. He's fed up with the shit. And he thought Nick Helsman was friends with Cole Cabana, and he started, like, attacking him first. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're friends with somebody, and you're in the media, and it's something you report on, you should, you know, tell people. And then he's, like, trying to make Cole, at, like, this idiot because he shares a bank account with his mom. I still don't like, know what point he was trying to get at it. Like, that he's, like, a little kid that still has to bum off his mom, or, like... He's yeah. a piece of shit that mooches all of his... Like, I don't know where he was well, going with that. I think he was, that. like... I, th- I don't know. At first, I thought he was talking about, like... Because he said he was giving Colt a lot of money. And I think he was. And I, maybe he was supposed to just be helping Colt, and he feels like he was helping both of them. I don't or, know. Or, he never made that part I, like, clear. I don't know. He never made it clear. But I don't care. Like... Yeah. I'm oh. glad Punk got this off his chest. Yeah. It's just, man, that was not... Th- you're sitting beside your balls in an official AEW press come. Dude, don't be dumb. Right. Like, you're supposed to be the professional. You're literally bitching about people being <coughs> unprofessional. Yeah. And what you're doing is way worse than them leaking shit to dirt sheets if yeah. that's what they were doing. And then... 
there's a report now too, or rumor, I guess, but that someone said that Punk said to them, or to a few people a couple weeks ago, like, you're going to want to watch this press conference or something. Like, oh, well, I mean, I, this was I, mean I knew he had it planned. He's had it planned oh, yeah. since fucking Hangman went out on him. Yeah. But, like, there's a huge difference between what Hangman said and what you did right. and this. Like, right. And first off... Like, I have no problem with what he said. It's the, the fucking know your audience, right. dude. Your boss is sitting beside you. Don't badmouth the EVPs of the company right. that fucking pays your check yeah. with the owner of the company right fucking beside yeah. you. And especially when the owner of the company guaranteed has a shared bank at least one shared bank account with his father just oh, saying right <laughs> I'm just saying you're attacking that's someone a personal shares thing. a bank account with their that's mom. a personal attack I give a shit less about right. that I have no problems with personal stuff right no I'm just saying that like I'm saying don't be unprofessional when you're yeah. bitching about people being unprofessional dude right like you know if the boot and fits the thing, punk and the thing that hangman said like it fits his character, too. Because he is that loner. He is that guy that's not going to take advice and kind of do his own thing. That's what Hangman is. I mean, yeah, but I don't disagree that there's a difference between playing a character that doesn't take advice and just being like, well, I don't take advice from people that have been doing this 20 longer years longer than me because I don't think I need to. Right. Like, that's just ignorance, dude. In any field, that's not a wrestling thing. That's just yeah. ignorance. Yeah. So, I mean, if Hangman wants to pe portray himself as being ignorant, that's his business, yeah. not mine. All I care about is he puts on a good wrestling match and entertains me when I watch wrestling. Right. But then apparently after that, then there was an altercation. Yeah. I guess the Bucks and Omega and Nakazawa and others stormed into Punk's locker room, which yeah. probably wasn't the smartest idea, but I don't know if they actually stormed in or not. Yeah, they said they went. And then I know... Like, for sure, they Nick said, Jackson got knocked out with a chair to the head. Right. Kenny well, Omega Punk, got bit. Yeah, they said Punk threw the first punch. And Punk threw the first punch. Yeah. But I don't know if he was instigated or right. I don't... And then from I what I heard, yeah, Kenny was trying to get Larry out of there. And that's when they steel bit him. Yeah, and apparently Ace was freaking out because <coughs> they thought Kenny was doing something with his wife who was also in the locker room watching Larry. And in case you don't know, Larry's seeing Punk's dog. Yeah. And I don't know. And then either Tuesday or Wednesday, Punk, Omega, Nakazawa, Ace Steel, Kenny Omega, the Bucks all got suspended for this. Yeah. Uh, indefinite. Right. Uh, investigation, basically. Khan came on and as he's never does, started with like a pre-tape yeah. saying that he was stripping the titles off of the Elite, and um, they had the triple threat match like right then and there for the fucking, or not triple threat, the trios match between... Best Friends and uh, Buck and... Death Triangle, Death Triangle which Death Triangle won, and then they're doing a tournament for the and World Buck Championship. Is, Buck is the first AEW two belt. Yeah. He's the only person to hold two AEW championships mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah, and then they've got this big tournament for the AEW championship. So, yeah, they put the belt on Punk and then stripped it a couple days later. They put the bunk belts on the Elite and stripped it a couple days later. It's like, man, maybe yeah. you guys should have stuck with Moxley. And, but right. Moxley was supposed to go away for a month. So Yeah. Yeah, it's been a whole thing. And now all the rest of it you can go check out on your own. I recommend it. The rest of the post-scrum, media-scrum was fun. Yeah. And there's a lot of Except good stuff. For, and, 
the one reporter that kept, why did you, why didn't Actually, you even that's up? worth watching, just to see how everybody handled it. Yeah, they did handle it well, but that guy was an idiot. I would have called him out if I was Swerver. I thought Keith Lee was way too, like, dude, I'm sitting right here, fuck you. Like, no, I would. You know been, why yeah. I'm holding these? Because we are the fucking best, you piece of fucking shit. Yeah, Who the I mean, fuck do you work for? I'm never interviewing for your fucking rag sheet again. Yeah. I would have called him the fuck out right then and there. Went hill. See, I would have went. I would have done that confused route. Like, what do you mean calling audible? We had a wrestling match. We were the better team. I'm we not gonna fake kayfabe this day and age. Oh, Nobody else does. Like, I would have. Kingston does. No, Kingston does it all the time. He doesn't fake kayfabe. That's what Keith Lee would have been done because he's so out of character all the time to do it yeah. once is fake kayfabe. Yeah. Like, if MJF is always in kayfabe, right. so he can do it and get away with it. I'm just saying that's what I would yeah. Yeah, I would have just called him out. Like, dude, fuck you. I'm right here. Call an audible. Fuck your face. Get the fuck it. We're not answering. Who's next? This guy right. gets no more questions while I'm out here. Yeah. Yeah, that was worth watching, though. I thought they handled it. Yeah, much more professionally good. than Tony's I would have as good. an athlete. Tony yeah. shut him down. Like, no, you know what? Yeah, Tony we'll, we'll talk about this stuff later. Yeah. No, and the rest of Keith Lee was, was great, too. So, right. five questions of the week. Okay. What was the best match? We've already talked about that one. We've already yeah. done the best match. Like I said, mine was acclaimed segment. Promo was. package segment. I'm going John Moxley. Yeah. Started Dynamite. Yeah. Fucking great. It was amazing. Two weeks in a row. Exactly yeah. what it needed to be. He said what he needed to say without, you know, right. being too behind the scenes and moved on. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. What should the Buds avoid from watching this week? That intergender match on the zero hour. Right. Yeah, all the trios matches over all yeah. the shows. There was like 12 between WWE mm -hmm. and AEW. They were perfect, like pissing cigarette breaks, so. It was nice to see AEW use the trios matches as the break moments instead of women's matches. Right. So what are you most excited for next week? <sighs> Nothing for me. But as I said, I've been burnt Not out really. this week. Yeah. So I'm just kind of, I'm most excited to hopefully feel back into it next week. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch SummerSlam 96. Weekly MVP. Because that was fun, watching all the... We got through three, four, and most of five. We didn't watch the main event of five. Right. Sorry, match. we didn't watch the last match. Oh, we got match two, five. three, four. Oh, yeah. We were in four. Because Force Taker versus Taker. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't watch that. Because we started with 92, because that was the one in the UK. Who's the weekly MVP? Um, probably Moxley. Like, just, I mean, he. It's either Moxley or MJF. Yeah, Moxley, MJF. I would say. I mean, I'd like to give it to just the guys all stepping up Wednesday, like, and when they have to, and taking, like, this is our company, between Moxley and Jericho and Brian, um, Danielson. Brian Danielson. Like, apparently they also called, they called a talent meeting and was like, no, we're the locker room leaders, like, which they should be. Those three, yeah. Also, PW... 500 or whatever the hell, however many there are, mm -hmm. comes out within the next couple weeks. And I'm very curious to see. Because to me, honestly, the top three guys should be all three members of the Shield. Brian Rain, Seth Rollins, and Moxley. Yeah. I think Moxley they should be should, up there. Right. I think Moxley should be one. 
I think Roman, kayfabe Roman, I mean, he's held the belts, the belt the whole year. And, and good transition into news and rumors. Okay. So, rumors are that there is absolutely no plans for Roman Reigns to use the W, lose, use, lose the Universal Championship in 2022. Apparently, Triple H is sticking by Vince's original plan for Reigns to walk in. WrestleMania 39 is the champion against The Rock. Which, also, I do believe WrestleMania is in L.A.'s SoFi Stadium this year. I think so, yeah. And The Rock just kicked off the NFL season with his WWE theme song and did a Rock-type intro. Nice. From LA SoFi Stadium, so you know. So there you go. Um, it's a good game till the end. Dave Meltzer in the Observer Newsletter is writing that WWE is trying to make Roman Reigns into the legend for this generation. Not surprising. Yeah, no shit. Booking him. Like, he's held the belt for two years. Um. So, there's been some rumors about potential for a WWE draft coming up. And Andrew Zarian reported this weekend that the WWE wants to wait and do it after football. So, presumably, that means it's not going to happen in 2022, and we won't see it happen until early 2023 sometime. I still think it should be done... Not the night after Mania, not that Monday, like the next week. Like basically Mania is the end of your season, you kind of do some wrap-up stuff the next week, and then you draft. We kind of hinted at it, but Moxley was scheduled to take time off. Yeah. Um, and wasn't expected to return to AEW until they returned to Cincinnati in October. Yeah. But he felt like he needed to be part of the pre-show talent meeting on Wednesday, and he felt like he needed to be part of the tournament. So he is not taking that time off, which I imagine means he's not going to win the tournament, and we'll see him take the time off after he loses said tournament. Yeah. So we shall see. Yeah, my pick for the tournament's Brian. And then, because I'm not, I don't want to get in, I think we've covered enough with the whole fucking CM Punk or shit, and I'm not talking more about it. Um, the last thing I have is that, so the whole, uh, and we might've mentioned it, I don't remember, but I'll just, cause we, I think we talked about it before or after, but so after the whole Tyson Fury, Drew McIntyre shit went down with them singing American Pie at the end of the show, it turns out that Drew and Tyson Fury were both under the impression that they were going to be cut off air and that was only going to be something for the live crowd. And they had no clue that Drew McIntyre was going to be broadcast to every house in the world that wanted to watch it and look like a douchebag singing American Pie with Tyson Fury. And again, why the fuck are they singing American Pie at the first fucking stadium show in the UK? So apparently it's because that's Tyson Fury's deal. He sings this after his boxing fights. He's an idiot. That's his song that he sings after he wins his boxing fights? He's not even allowed in the United States. Like, apparently he... His, him and his family have connections to some mafia-type family, and that entire family is banned from traveling to the United States. And that's why Tyson Fury never comes over here. Right. Like, uh, they had, I don't know, the last box, or last few boxing matches that were supposed to be in Vegas they had to do in the U.K. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
It was done. That's why he'll do the Saudi shows and lead up to that because he's allowed to go to Saudi Arabia. He can't come to the United States, though. It was dumb, and it made your best baby face who should have won and just lost right. the championship match look like an even bigger goofball than like, he just did. We were expecting SummerSlam 92, and we got SummerSlam 93. Yeah, we got Lex Luger celebrating a count-out victory like he just won yeah. a championship that nobody had been able to take off of Yokozuna in a fucking decade or something. Right. Like he's running around and people are lifting the fucker up on his shoulders. It's yep. like, dude, you won by fucking count out. You're not even the champion. Yep. I'd be so fucking pissed off if I were you. Right. And you knocked him out of the ring, you dumbass. It's your fucking fault. Yep. Yeah. Stupid. So fucking dumb. What do you got for us? Uh, apparently Alex Reynolds was hurt. Oh, that sucks. Uh, during the six-man tag. I didn't even know he was sick. He said, uh, no, he wasn't. Got hurt. You don't need to be sick to get hurt. If you say so. Just say it. Just because I got sick and then I got hurt doesn't mean that's always the chain of events. Do you know like what is hurt? Extended. He was seen on crutches. So leg or something. Leg, probably. knee, ankle, hip. So it's just a twist or a sprain or something. He's just taking her easy. Yeah. Maybe twisted a testicle. Who knows. Dark Order's dropping off, man. There's not very many of those guys left. Uh, Derby Allen is going to be a guest and doing some stunts for a stunt show called Nitro Circus. Oh. Which is not surprising. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but that sounds like the kind of thing Derby Allen would it's be like involved big, in. Yeah, it's like a big live stunt show. A big live stunt show. Yeah. Hmm. So imagine, like, I don't know. So Darby Allen's just going to be doing what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm cool with that. Apparently D'Lo Brown um, has left Impact Wrestling. Oh, it's not announcing for him anymore, huh? Yeah. Fair so, enough. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, Road Dog was asked what his most proud booking moment in the WWE was. And apparently he booked most of Kofi Mania, and that's it, which, yeah, it's great. Yeah, most of that was done well. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for him. Yeah. So, this is the best, too. So after all the Ace Steel stuff, oh God. it's came out with that Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw this. What he got arrested for last month was um, he punched a man in the face and then he bit him. Yep. So everyone's just out here biting him. Everybody's just biting motherfuckers. Like, what the fuck? Don't bite people. Like, biting people's cool. It's like, don't shoot people in the dick. Like, same thing. Don't bite. Don't whiz on the electric fence. Oh, yeah. Don't whiz on the electric fence. Don't whiz on the electric fence. I remember one time. This was stupid, but we were, my dad's cousin or something had a farm with pigs and all that. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to, we put a bunch of grass on the electric fence and we're trying to get the pigs to eat it because we're assholes. It didn't work, did it? It didn't. They, they were smarter than us. Yeah. We got shocked. You got outsmarted by pigs. We got shocked a couple times putting grass on the fence. They did not get shocked at all trying to eat the grass on the you fence. Got outsmarted by pigs. <coughs> yeah, dude. That's great. Yeah. 
What else you got for us, PJ? Uh, Pat McAfee is going to be stepping away from WWE commentary for, uh, I don't know, the next few months. Um, oh, that sucks. There was Smackdown. He got, he got a job with College Game Day. Oh, so yeah, I did see that. Be, I didn't know that was going to impact his Smackdown. Schedule. Yeah, because he's got to be there Saturday mornings and Smackdown's Friday night. And they should switch him to Raw, man. That would be dope. So I can still get me some Pat McAfee right. on commentary. So, um, as of last night, Corey Graves was on commentary uh, uh, with Michael Cole. So, I mean, I guess it could be worse, but all right. Yeah. I think they just need to bring Barrett up. If this, you know. Barrett might not want to come up. I know, I'm just saying. So. Uh, we already talked about Black. Mm hmm. Um, so, yeah, conditional release. Just basically can't go to WWE. Right. For a while. Um, Whether he's gone or not, nobody yeah, knows. Right. Uh, Ron Funches uh, tweeted out that for the past six months, he's been working with Dane Housen and Team Coco, which is Conan O'Brien's uh, thing, uh, on a cartoon. And mm -hmm. so he's calling on people to try to tweet out some networks and stuff and try to get this thing sold and on air. Which so we'll see. Yeah. Dope. Take a chance with Conan involved. I mean, yeah, just the team on this. Like, obviously, you know, Dan Housen has his, like, Conan O'Brien's, like, his hero. And partially bases his character on mm -hmm. Conan O'Brien. Right. Um, and, like, they started after he was on his podcast. Right. And then Funches is fucking hilarious. Yeah, Funches is great. <coughs> Still the best part of that GCW show we went to. I like anything he does. Yeah. He just... He's so, I don't know, so enthusiastic about all of it, too. Like, he just puts his all into everything. He so. likes what he likes. The man knows what he likes. Yeah. He's a fan. Right. And so I'm, I'm <coughs> really hoping we get to see this. Because if it's half as good as Seth Green's Camp WWE, like... Yeah, it could be a good time. Right. Um, I still want a Wacky Races type AEW show. I think that would be so good. I'm down. Right. Um, so Nyla Rose is just great. Her Twitter game. So she tweeted, I took Penna to Medieval Times in Chicago and got him knighted. Then we started a new business company with, uh, hold on. Then we started a new business company with Alex Alejandres. So I'd like you to introduce to you all Sir Pentaco. Sir Pentaco, please change your name from henceforth or face lots of money suing. Yeah, I saw that. I think that's hilarious. She went a really long way to get there, but it's great. Uh, some more Pat McAfee stuff. Shawn Michaels got a promotion. He is now the yeah, WWE Senior Vice President of Talent Development and Creative. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. Uh, Meltzer's reporting that Kiji Moto uh, has announced where his official last match is going to be. Because oh. he's doing his last match right. tour right now. Um, but it's going to be on February 21st at the Tokyo Dome. So they're going to do a big... I don't know if it's like an already planned show that he's gonna retire there or if they're doing the show around. If they're doing yeah, if it's like 
just a retirement show, so. It would have been six stars if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Right. Um, Chris Jericho says Jake Hager has signed a new contract extension with AEW. Okay. So, I, I like him in his position, like... Just kind of quiet in the background with Jericho and shows up and beats up somebody like once every couple months. It's just a muscle. Yeah. I'm ready to see him have an MMA fight again because you're always guaranteed to get at least one dick kick. Right. Which is hilarious because you get one. It's more of a knee than always, it is a kick, but yeah. yeah. But he always takes his one. Mm hmm. Which I think is kind of hilarious. Um, Fuck yeah, I win. I knee him in the nuts. Uh, former Las Vegas Raiders president Dan Ventrell has accepted a role with WWE also. Mm -hmm. um, he's going to oversee the company's roster as executive, executive vice president of talent. Gotcha. And he will directly report to Triple H. Oh, fair enough. So I'm not reporting to Triple H. Triple yeah. H can get over it. I mean, if... I could get a job where my direct report was Triple H, I would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah, probably not. Seems like too much responsibility. I don't know, man. I got shit to do. I can't work for WWE. I want to have a life, and that's not the WWE. I don't know. To me, that would be fun. Actually, they had a position that I qualified for. It wouldn't have been obviously a direct report to Triple H. Right. I'd rather be a direct report to like Stephanie or uh, Tony, or not, no, to Nick. I'm good there too. I don't know. I'd be alright making that kind of money for a couple years, and then hell, I'd retire on that kind of money. <laughs> uh, apparently, Seth Rollins didn't know Cody was actually going to be his opponent until about two weeks before Mania. Basically, no one was talking to him in WWE, and uh, he finally couldn't get any answers, so he ended up just texting Cody. He's like, dude, we doing this? Like, what's happening? And he's like, I think so. That was his answer. Fair enough. Still, so. <coughs> oh, the one part we forgot about CM Punk. Apparently, he tore his left tricep and is going to be out at least eight months anyway. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... Downton Castle is a free agent now, so his Ring of Honor contract has expired. So I don't see him anywhere else anytime soon. Yeah, I've never got the no appeal of him. Downton Castle fan. I've never understood it. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna start now. Right. So Brad Shepard, which Brad Shepard's a piece of shit, um, still, but he was hearing about how during COVID there was a drug floor at the Hyatt Regency where all the wrestlers were staying in Jacksonville. Dope. Right? And Joey Janela was like, okay, drug floor, a.k.a. drinking White Claws and eating steak floor. <laughs> like, Sounds like drugs to me. Right? He's like, after a long, hard, long, no fan, 15-hour taping days during COVID. Like, of course. They're going to go have some steak and drink some White Claws. And then basically, oh, and then, uh, yeah, and then he replied to that, too, that said, basically, they were smoking weed, too, which, okay. So. It's only illegal in some states. Mm-hmm. Oh, I found my new favorite wrestler. His name is the Grim Reefer. Mm-hmm. 
he did a whole like 15 second move and kept his blunt in his mouth the whole time. Right. It was pretty dope. Uh, Alright. And then I think the last thing I have is so some people on Reddit brought up that they should make foam scissor fingers and then everyone got riled up about it and started tweeting the acclaimed and Max Caster said we're way ahead of you so yeah the foam fingers is a uh, is a good idea even said it months ago that they should do that so alright so this is up to you if we want to do this or not because we got nothing else right no how long are we we're over an hour okay this, well, so someone did six verses of the 2020s wrestling edition of We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. Did you see this? I saw the post, but I didn't care, so I didn't click yeah. on it. It's pretty good. But if you don't care, I won't do it. But, like, if you get a chance, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm, like, not even seeing it as I'm scrolling now. Mm. It was pinned for a while. There's a lot of stuff on SmackDown on here. Yeah. Um. Here's some fucking breaking news. Look at that badass oh, fucking poster. That. Yeah. That's fucking Told sweet. You. New double champ. I mean, you didn't have to tell me I watched it. I already knew it happened. Right. I was sitting right beside you, man. Well, I told you, like, just a little bit ago, too. Again, though, I was sitting beside you when it happened. You didn't and have to say technically, actually, he's not the first double champ. Vacant was the first double champ. Mm. Yeah, those two. Because just, just became. For like three minutes, but like. Because they vacated the titles and then. Well, for the length of the match. So. I just, like, I can't, still can't get over the fact that CM Punk was dumb enough to say this shit. At a company-sponsored event right beside his fucking balls. Yeah. Like, really, dude? Right? Like, and, like, you're bitching about stuff taking away attention from what should have been the draw of a fucking card, and you just took away all the fucking attention from MJF, and that's right. what everybody should have been talking about right. after this show, was the return of MJF. Instead, everybody was talking about CM Punk versus the Elite. And the thing is, the pay-per-view before this... We were just saying the same thing about MJF. We're like dealing with all this MJF bullshit. And it's overshadowing Wardlow when he should be the focus right now because he came in, dominated, won the chain like or beat MJF, yeah. Turns out Triple H has been right about CM Punk all this mm -hmm. time. And that was my fear. Like I've You know, I love CM Punk. He was one of the reasons I stayed back into wrestling. Right, but as we've did. seen with, like, Kane and J Chris and like, Jericho and other people, like, being a good wrestler doesn't make you a good person. No. You can still do and shit. And, like, shit. my fear with him coming back was that, like, yeah, everybody was right about him, and he is just... Well, I've seen a lot saying that to blame it all on him is unfair, and, like, I it's mean, just that every like he's so vocal and people are vocal about him, but like a lot of the shit he said about Omega and the Young Bucks holding people back is apparently not untrue. Right. People are too afraid to speak up against them, and CM Punk's not afraid. Yeah. And I believe it. I've seen the way they've dumb buried teams and people right. over the fucking Young Bucks, and I'm like, why the fuck? Yeah. 
That's true. Just like doing the stupid trios tournament instead of having the all-belt confrontation between the Young Bucks and FTR. Right. But I feel like as soon as FTR came in, the Young Bucks were butthurt because they're not the best tag team in the world anymore. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe don't do the same shit you've been doing for 10 fucking years and try something different that makes some fucking sense. And people might like your shit, Young Bucks. Quit acting like fucking insufferable douchebags all the fucking time. Yeah. Fucking shoes. Nobody gives a shit. You're rich. Good for fucking you. The rest of us aren't. We don't give a shit about your fucking shoes. Right. I just can't believe Punk was dumb enough to do that shit, yeah. dude. Like, I, he can just, just go and fade right off and I could care less at this point. Yeah, me too. Like, that he ruined just... all the goodwill he had with that whole fucking mm -hmm. new pipe bomb, whatever the fuck, gripe bomb. Yeah. And again, if this all ends up being... Which I don't think it is, but if this ends up being a work... I, I can't. I like, can't. No. I can't. Oh. Especially this the worst part about it all is like... I mean, that goddamn muffin the whole fucking time. I swear to God, I wanted to punch him in his face. That was great. That was fucking great. I can't stand the sound of people chewing. Well, then they shouldn't have put him on the microphone the second he came back from his fucking match. Maybe yeah. you should have let the guy get a fucking breath and a shower first. I would have done it, too. Like, you want me out here in front of him? No, everybody? I get it. Well, I'm still I fucking dripping, sweat, and bleeding? Fuck it. I'm going to eat in front of all you motherfuckers. I don't know. I, like I said, I just can't stand the sound of people eating. I don't either. It's why Tony Khan shouldn't have had him in front of the fucking microphone. Right. Shouldn't let the dude get a fucking break. He just wrestled for 25 goddamn minutes. Yeah. He was literally wiping the blood off his face when he came back. Like, everybody else is well-dressed and clean and fucking shiny and shit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It it's just, been a weird fucking week. And it, it was a lot of wrestling. Yep. And I'm still, like, catching up on sleep and... I've been sick for Fucking everything. I hurt my shoulder. Maybe I'm Sorry. sick and I just don't fucking realize it. it. Could be. And that's why I'm so fucking like run down and just, I don't know, man. It it's been be. a rough fucking week. Right. That's kind of how I was just run down. Like, but I was like sleeping weird. And I have been too. I haven't been sleeping well. I've been waking up oddly and not being able to go back to sleep at weird times. And uh, was it Thursday night? I should have soaked two two t-shirts in the sweat. I'm not been that bad, but. I don't know. Tell us what you think's wrong with his bud. Shoot us up at BudsWW on the Twitter. Leave us a five-star comment. Like, share, subscribe, because yeah. that's the only way people find out about us. Right. We don't advertise this shit because I'm poor. And at this point, I'm barely affording to keep the show running. So Yeah, and I don't, I don't like tweeting. So, yeah, until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. Bye.
not sound checked. Let me get this shit done. Yeah. Cause nobody cares. That's good. Then whenever you're ready. What's up, buds? What's up? BJ, it's terrible. I wanna do that again, that sucked. Alright. Alright, whenever you're ready. Yeah.